is not doing this final hour of his radio program. Unbelievably. He's got better things to do. Man. <laughs> yes, he is uh, out at Hall of Fame Stadium, obviously, on the call for the Sooner softball team. Top-ranked Sooners taking on number five seed UCLA. Win for Oklahoma here, and it's on to the championship series once more. Lose and Oklahoma, they have to turn right back around, and they would have to win at 130 in that second game to get into the championship series. So, naturally, we're thinking, hey, quick work, get this thing over and done with. If you're wondering, hey, what the heck, who's who's starting today for the Sooners? It will be Nicole May for Oklahoma in this win and advance into the women's College World Series Championship Series. The lineup, it looks like this, sort of probably about what you expected. Up top, for the Sooners in their order, it's Jada Coleman in center field. Number two in the lineup, Jocelyn Allo, the designated player. T.R.A. Jennings playing second, batting third. Grace Lyons at short will bat fourth. Alyssa Brito in left, bats fifth. Kinsey Hansen behind the dish will bat sixth. Taylor Snow at first base, batting seventh. Riley Boone eighth in right, and Jana Johns over to third. We'll round out the Sooners' batting order, and we already told you, the righty. It's Nicole May in the circle for the Sooners. So, they've got one final TV timeout, and then we will we will get things rolling. I got to peel the curtain back just a little bit here for everybody out there. Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby. It's the Plank Show, hour number three, real quick. Uh, brought to us by our friends. We love them over at Rooftech of Oklahoma, locally owned and operated for 30 years. Call Josh Tucker at Rooftech for all of your roofing needs, 405-703-4245. We are reworking something real quick in studio. So if you want to chime into the show, at Josh on Ref, where you can tweet me, want to hear your live in-game thoughts, and then at KREF Sports is where you can tweet the station, comment with us, and let's see here. At Connor Pasby, I believe. Is correct. That's right. At Connor Pasby. C-O-N-N-O-R-P-A-S-B-Y. Come on. Get it right. No E-R. Here That's right. O-R. O-R, Connor. And hit the uh, follow button there on my man. At Josh on ref for me, where you can chime in with us. As again, technically we can't do play-by-play. Washington for UCLA, their their lineup. Perez, Delaney Wiss, Brady, Garcia, Pola, Faramo, Vines, and Godin. That's the uh, starting lineup for the Bruins today from out at Hall of Fame Stadium. Sooners, of course, they are... They're defending first. May's first pitch is a little bit out. And so we are underway. Ball one from Hall of Fame Stadium. Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby here with you. What about Sooner baseball, you might ask, eh? Got a got a noon first pitch. And I believe it will be on ESPNU. The plan was for ESPN Plus, but they changed it around a little bit. So OU Florida on ESPNU. That's good news for everybody to to watch out there. Of course, I would 
strongly urge that you make use of the KREF app. Easy download. Just search KREF in the App Store, Play Store, whatever you use, and you'll be able to find and download our free app. And right at 1130, again, pregame coverage with Toby Rowland will start over there. I did want to share this, Connor. This is from Toby Rowland. It's our Sooners in 60. And anyways, he's got a little bit of an update out there from, well, what the starting pitching is going to look like in this winner-take-all game down in Gainesville. Here is Toby Rowland from out in Florida. Who's getting the ball today, T-Row, for the Sooners? Sounded uh, like this. If I can get organized here. Sorry, Connor. I know you're like, oh, my God, will you just play this audio clip already? I mean, come on, man. What's going on out there? Hi, everybody. Toby Rowland with you here in Gainesville. All right, here we go. It's the winner-take-all Game 7 here of the Gainesville Regional coming up today. It'll start at noon. OU and Florida, the 1-2 and two seed here. They've played each other twice already. They've split. OU won here on Saturday night in the winner's bracket 9-4. Florida bounced back to stay alive with a 7-2 win yesterday. The winner today will go to Blacksburg, Virginia next weekend and take on Virginia Tech in the Super Regional. Starting pitchers are now known. It'll be Brandon Neely for Florida. Neely, a right-hander who started the game against Oklahoma here on Saturday night. He went only two and a third. He'll get the ball again today for Florida. And for Oklahoma, they're going to 99. Trevin Michael will get the start in this winner-take-all matchup today against the Gators. Should be fun. First pitch at noon Central Time. We'll have pregame for you at 11.30 on Sooner Radio. Enjoy it, everybody. All right, there you go. Trevin Michael getting the ball for Oklahoma. What's your immediate reaction to all of that, Connor? I love it. I love getting uh, Trevin Michael on the bump. Uh, I actually played Juco ball with him at NOC Tonkwall. He's came a long way, played played two years at Lamar, got the opportunity to join Skip at OU. But, man, you get high velo and a lot of junk. And, man, he just finds a way to get batters out, and he's been really good on – really good all year we've seen him come out of the bullpen but to start the season he was he had a few starts for OU but man great opportunity for Trevin Michael to have an opportunity to send OU to the Supers. Toby talked about it but Brandon Neely picked up the loss in the game on Saturday that moved Oklahoma to 2-0 and and set them up in the regional final over the Gators Sooners of course 9-4 to Winners in that one rallied back from a early two to nothing deficit, and it was four runs in the third, one in the fourth, one in the fifth, and then two more in the seventh, one in the eighth that set up that nine to four victory. And it was Neely that Oklahoma was able to tag for four runs the other night. He did have four strikeouts and let's see, three walks in that contest. Ficarota, the uh, other arm for the Gators that Oklahoma was able to score three off of and then one off Jameson and one off Nesbitt. It was David Sandlin the other night for OU. Obviously, that's not going to be the case. It's going to be Trevin Michael to start. He pitched two and a third the other, the other night versus Florida. That was scoreless baseball from Trevin Michael. 
one strikeout for him the other night, and again, two and a third innings, faced uh, seven batters, and was uh, perfect in that regard, not allowing any runs to come across. And OU needs that and more from Trevin Michael today. Update from OKC, fly ball out into center field means the Sooners have recorded their first out of the well, of the morning, of the afternoon from out there at Hall of Fame Stadium. There is a runner aboard here in the top of the first for the Bruins. Still scoreless, just underway. Nicole May is in the circle for Oklahoma. First batter for the Bruins reached via a single. And then, of course, we've got uh, one down after the fly out to center. So we'll see uh, Oklahoma as the... Home team this morning, this one fired in there, and my goodness, we've got one of these umpires that's going to drive us crazy. Takes a sweet oh time Oh my with goodness, the will you signal the strike already? Got to take 45 minutes to signal that thing? He sees it, stands up, and then gives a call. we got about 10 seconds after the hit sketch the glove. May jumps in front right here, runner at first. 0-2 is the count. The Sooners, of course, with a win, they move on to the Women's College World Women's College World Series Championship Series. And if you're wondering, okay, hey, what does the other half of the bracket look like? Obviously, it's a Big 12 showdown over there as well. Oklahoma State, they just need to win once over Texas, and they will be in the Women's College World Series Championship Series. Could be Bedlam. Could be Bedlam for the national championship. We know if Oklahoma takes care of its business, it's a rival. It's either Oklahoma State or Texas. And how about the the Big 12? This one is ripped out into left, and it is gone. Two-run shot. UCLA has jumped in front of Oklahoma here early. So the Bruins, very quickly in the top of the first, they lead this thing over Oklahoma Two to nothing from the Hall of Fame Stadium out in Oklahoma City. So a start that is not necessarily ideal. Wist able to rip this. I think it was an 0-2 pitch. Is that right, Connor? It was 0-2. Yeah, I think she just missed it a little high. Yeah, get the, get that ball down a little bit, but out over the heart of the plate and giving chase and leaping up was Brito out there, but to. No avail. This one's gone. A two-run shot. So, UCLA, the early lead, one down, top of the first from Hall of Fame Stadium in Oklahoma City. Let's take a break. We shall reconvene. It's hour number three. Want to hear from you. The text line is your live reaction line. Phone call. You can dive in here, too, on the Riverwind Casino call-in line. 405-329-9000. We can... React on the phone lines immediately, or you can just fire off a quick thought as well. Air Comfort Solutions text line 651-3439. And, of course, Hour 3 right here on the Plank Show brought to us by Roof Tech of Oklahoma. Inopportune start for the Sooners. They trail 2 to nothing from Hall of Fame Stadium. And look who is up and getting loose. Jordy Ball heading into the bullpen to... Start getting loose as the Sooners trail two to nothing in this top of the first inning. Josh and Connor, it's the Plank Show back after this here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Ah, 
Music to my ears. That sounds so much better. Two to nothing. Top of the first inning is where we stand. Oklahoma softball versus UCLA. Sooners win. Of course, they're into the championship series. UCLA wins, and these two teams will turn right back around and play the winner-take-all, advance into the championship series game, the if necessary, if uh, the Sooners can't rally back here from OKC and Hall of Fame Stadium. Two-run shot for UCLA has them out in front. They've still got a runner on over at first base, two down here in the first inning from Hall of Fame Stadium. Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. I don't, I don't understand this uh, bottom uh, text here. Are they just trying to – oh, they were asking where they could, I guess, follow along or whatever. Yeah, where to – I guess where to hear Plink's call on the game. Why in the wide, wide world of sports is Oklahoma not on in prime time? I guess just because that's the way the, the brackets were set up. But I would agree. I For ESPN, the bigger draw would be Oklahoma-UCLA tonight. Though Oklahoma State-Texas is, you know, a nice little – Nice little matchup this evening. Well, I think uh, the number one seed in the Women's College World Series, they always have the kind of early games. We saw that with OU and James Madison the year before. But, yeah, there, man, there's nothing wrong with OSU-Texas for prime time and a trip to get to the th- best of three championship series. A couple of programs that, well, Texas obviously has been there and done that in the past. But uh, – Oklahoma State, it would be uh, it would be somewhere new for their program, and they've kind of been on that trajectory with Kenny Gajewski, just upward, upward, upward trajectory these last however many years or so, and getting to the championship series would be the, the final stamp on that for Oklahoma State that here they are on the biggest stage in the Women's College World Series Championship Series fighting for a national championship Bedlam would be tasty for a national championship. I would also entertain a Red River rivalry for the national championship. Right now, though, really just looking for Nicole May to get out of this first inning. She's already given up a two-run bomb to start here to UCLA in the first full count, and she is throwing a lot of pitches, already 34 pitches for Nicole May in this first inning, Connor. That's the 11th pitch of this at-bat that just was thrown right here. Yeah, I've been noticing this at-bat's been going on for a while, but, man, yeah, 33, 34 pitches in one inning. You need to get Nicole May out of this, or you could see – yeah, you have Jordy Ball warming up right now, and you could see either her or Hope Trotline maybe come in earlier than expected. Yeah, it looks like, just judging from what's happened so far – with Jordy Ball going up and getting loose in the bullpen, if Nicole May can't figure out things early and settle down, as this will wind up putting another Bruin on base out of the zone. It's a walk. So runners at first and second now with two down for UCLA. Bruins already in front, two to nothing. There's two on base for Ramo coming to the plate for the, the Bruins here now. If uh, May can't settle down, it seems 
like Oklahoma's approach here is to turn to Jordy Ball out of the bullpen and Jim Roaches out of the dugout for Oklahoma. I don't think they're making any kind of a change here just yet for Nicole May, but they certainly are having a conversation straight away. Kind of calm herself down a little bit because, man, this is the first time we've seen Nicole May this World Series. It's been all Hope Trotwine, so. And it's sprinkling of Jordy Ball for that final out. And she was great. Nicole May was really, really good in the Super Regionals last season and in the Super Regionals here today or here this season as well. But Women's College World Series has not been quite as clean for Nicole May. And obviously she is in some trouble here in this first inning. But it looks like the plan is if things go poorly, then they're going to Jordy Ball in relief. And I would imagine the idea is – Worst-case scenario, you have Hope Troutwine to start that if-necessary game in Game 2. I don't think they want to pitch Hope Troutwine at all if they can avoid it in this first game. But come on, we haven't even seen the Sooners swing the bats yet. About a long, a long half inning for may get a little extra rest for the OU batters. But, yeah, I think that's the plan to save Hope for the if-necessary game because – Man, that's a lot of pitches Hope has thrown in the Women's College World Series, and you don't mind giving her a, maybe a one-game break and make sure she's ready to go tomorrow if it counts on that if-necessary game. Oh, man. Sigh of relief. The play over – well, the hot shot from Faremo was sent over to third base to Jana Johns, who didn't quite handle it, but – Fortunately for her, Grace Lyons was there to back that up and then quick flip over to third base. The first inning is over. It's over, ladies and gentlemen, after nearly 40 pitches for Nicole May. Some damage is done. A two-run shot for the UCLA Bruins. So it's time for Oklahoma to do what we've seen Sooner softball do many times, Connor, and that is a very quick response offensively. Hit back up to the... Air Comfort Solutions text line. This is uh, on baseball, 405-651-3439. Is Florida baseball a talkative bunch? From my experience, you have a reason to smile at the opposing dugout after hitting a home run if something not so respectful was said earlier. Man, well, first of all, I can't speak to if Florida baseball is a talkative bunch. I can speak to this. That fan base down there, oh my goodness, at every left or right turn, at every fork in the road where they could possibly be a little whiny, be a little vocal, that fan base down there, woe is me this weekend down in Gainesville. And I think the players from the Gators have fed off of that. Of course, it's going to be emotionally charged too. You're talking about two teams that are fighting for their season's lives. So there's going to be some emotions involved in it and the other night was you know that first game when that Peyton Graham situation happened and he hits the bomb to even things up at two apiece there's going to be some natural chirping a lot of times just in a regional setting like that I can't speak to whether or not there was back and forth beforehand it kind of makes you wonder if maybe there was could have just been the way that Peyton Graham was watching that thing leave the yard But I do think just the fan base itself and the way Gator fans have not been particularly pleased with the umpires along the way probably fueled a little bit of that. Well, and then last. I'm here for it there, though, man. I 
I like having some fun in baseball. I don't mind a little back and forth and some chirping. Especially with big stakes on the line, but last night that Florida first baseman hit a homer and he pretty much kind of did the same thing Peyton Graham did, rounded first and chirped at Blake Robertson over at first. So it's been a lot of back and forth, but I think that I think it started with Peyton Graham's trot after the home run, but I think if you hit a home run that far, I think you're doing the same thing. Dude. What, take your time he, and see that ball go over. You are so right. He crushed that thing to left. There was no doubt. It was adios, see you later, bye-bye baseball. Megan Faremo to start for UCLA. They have already been staked out to a 2 to nothing lead. First look at the Sooner Bats this afternoon from OKC at Hall of Fame Stadium. Text messages continue to fly in. Hopefully Skip Johnson will not get out coached again today. He seems to struggle with adjustments, i.e. the uh, LSU game last night, slow lefty, etc. Yeah, well, you need your best across the board. First things first is they need Trevin Michael to be great on the bump for him. If they can get, you know, for example, he went two and a third's Two and a third innings relief the other day in Oklahoma's nine to four win over Florida. I mean, you're looking for you're looking for him to deliver more than that, obviously, but if they can get out of the first, second, third inning scoreless, it sets Oklahoma up to go win this thing in an elimination game on the road. And hopefully Oklahoma likes what they see out of Brandon Neely. They went and scored four runs off of him the other day. I I mean, clearly he's gonna be motivated to try and deliver a different result for Florida, but maybe the Sooner Bats just kind of like something that they see from Brandon Neely, and they can go out and knock him around a, a little bit again today, Connor. And you need a long outing out of Trevor Michael if you're a Sooner fan. I don't think you want to go to the bullpen early, which OU's done a good job in this Gainesville Regional getting long outings out of their pitchers, so hope they can continue that today with Trevor Michael and it puts them in a better position to – Get out on top early. You don't want to get behind in Gainesville in an if-necessary game with the Florida crowd behind him. So hop on him early, throw you. Ah, didn't take long. It's a high fly ball from Jada Coleman, and it is gone. And the Sooners have sliced the deficit in half. Deep shot into center. Jada Coleman, leadoff hitter for the Sooners, has brought the – Oklahoma Sooners back within one, so two to one is our score now from Oklahoma City. Jada Coleman barreled the heck out of this thing up, and again, it just deep shot out into center. It is two to one in Oklahoma City. We're due a break. Couple more segments to go. Sooner baseball, of course, uh, on ninety nine point three FM and fourteen hundred AM. Pre-game coverage is underway. If you're uh, looking for that, download the. KREF app, just search KREF in your app store, and you can listen to Toby Rowland from down in Gainesville. Of course, greedily, I would hope that you would continue listening to Connor and myself, but that would option, love that. Would love that. that. That option is available to you. He and I will continue rolling along. This is basically a live reaction show to Sooner Softball as well, one batter has gone by for the Sooners, and it's a solo shot from Jada Coleman. Jocelyn Allo stands in now. Oklahoma trails UCLA 2-1, to one, but uh, they've gotten one of those runs back with a solo shot of their own. Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby, this is the Plank Show right here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans.
Oklahoma on the comeback trail. No big deal from Oklahoma City. Plank Show rolls on. A couple more segments after this. Home stretch of the Plank Show. I am Josh Elmer. He is Connor Pasby. Wearing his jump man today. He is fired up for Oklahoma softball, Oklahoma baseball, T.R.A. Jennings. Long out to center field. So, results so far in this bottom of the first for Oklahoma. Solo shot for Jada Coleman to lead things off, and then a couple of flyouts into center from Jocelyn Allo and T.R.A. Jennings. So, 2-1 to one is our score. A two-run home run from UCLA off Nicole May in the top of the first, and that's where we stand so far. Two gone in this uh, first inning, bottom of the first. UCLA leading Oklahoma. Hour three is brought to us by Roof Tech of Oklahoma, locally owned and operated for 30 years. Give Josh Tucker a call at Roof Tech for all of your roofing needs. 405-703-4245. They guarantee the highest quality workmanship in the roofing industry. Standing in now is Grace Lyons. I guess we can... We can talk some other stuff too. Keep you keep you up to date on Oklahoma softball for sure. But uh, the Donovan Mitchell thing I think is interesting down in Utah, and just our top five stories of the day, as always, are presented by Newcastle Casino, and just this will be part of that. Top five stories of the day really today are Oklahoma softball one, Oklahoma softball two, Oklahoma baseball one, Oklahoma baseball two, and three, four, five, on and on and on. But I was was a little bit surprised myself as well to see that Quinn Snyder is leaving the Utah Jazz. And here's what Adrian Wojnarowski had to say at Woj ESPN about – about where uh, about where our man Donovan Mitchell's head was at following this news. ESPN sources in the aftermath of Quinn Snyder's departure as Utah Jazz coach, all-star guard Donovan Mitchell is described as, quote, unsettled, unnerved, and wondering what it means for the franchise's future, end quote. First inning, by the way, is over for the Oklahoma Sooners ripped down the third base line and tossed across. So after one, it's UCLA two, Oklahoma one. So the Sooners do get one back off the solo shot, the leadoff shot from Jada Coleman. A couple of long outs from Jocelyn Allo and T.R.A. Jennings and a hard hit ball over to third base. But uh, two to one is where we find ourselves as we head to the second inning. Donovan Mitchell recently signed that that big long-term contract, and he's got how many years left on it? Four years, $135 million left on his contract. That, that includes a player option on the final season, so he's got three years left guaranteed on that contract. And then, obviously, the, the one more with the player option. How Utah handles this, this hire going forward is – it's going to be pivotal. You, you want to get somebody that Donovan Mitchell likes. You have to get somebody that works there because Donovan Mitchell, no duh, 
He's your future down there. He's your superstar. And though you've had some success with Quinn Snyder these last couple of seasons, now all of a sudden you've exited out in the first round of the NBA playoffs. So whoever you bring in, number one, you want to get somebody that Donovan Mitchell likes, but uh, then you gotta you got to bring somebody in that can do what you've done twice in the past five years, which is reach the Western Conference semifinals. But really you're looking for that recipe and then more, Connor. You're trying to break through and get to a Western Conference finals, solve some of these other teams in the – in the West and get to an NBA Finals like obviously Golden State has done this season and like the Phoenix Suns did a year ago. I'm not sure who would even be on their short list. I don't know. I mean, I thought Quinn Snyder was having some good years at in Utah, but I mean, when you got a guy like Donovan Mitchell with a long-term contract, I feel in this day of NBA, you got to make those guys happy and make sure you get the right hire in Utah. But right now, I mean, I can't think of any – coaching candidates on top of my head who can replace Snyder but man it was really surprising seeing that news because Utah Jazz have had some really good years under Snyder he's already well Snyder was the second winningest coach in franchise history behind do you know who Connor Jerry Sloan I'll just jump Jerry <laughs> jump in and tell you I mean I was trying to think I couldn't the, get on top of my head the obvious uh answer there longtime coach Jerry Sloan but that's kind of crazy that Snyder was through his eight years had already become next best I wonder what's going on with him hopefully his health is good and it's just it's curious because I know that the last couple of years have been frustrating for them getting bounced out early the way they did but it feels like they've got the type of core together that could make a push to to win the West and to get into the NBA Finals. He uh, Snyder did win 62.3% of his games over the last six seasons. That was third best in the NBA. And Utah was 372 and 264. That's a 58% win percentage in his eight seasons with Utah. So that's uh, big-time news in the NBA. We'll see what direction they go there. And I'm just looking at it, and I'm saying, you know, that could be somebody in Donovan Mitchell that we're talking about as a disgruntled superstar before long if things don't go right for Utah. If you don't make the hire that is someone that Donovan Mitchell likes, that is successful with, then all of a sudden you're looking at somebody in Donovan Mitchell, and I get, look, he's got three years on his deal plus the player player, – option on the final season so he can't just totally force his way out but he can he can make his opinion felt that maybe Utah no longer is the right spot for him if things go south man yeah three years left on his contract and yeah he just signed that long time contract and then yeah shortly after Snyder steps steps down which is really surprising we'll see if they go after a really good assistant coach who's had some successful years, and he's just waiting for a head coaching gig. But, yeah, you got to make sure you make Donovan Mitchell happy because that's a lot of years left on his contract, and that's a big contract for Mitchell. One down in the top of the second now, a Nicole May strikeout. So, 2-1, to one, 
one away. Top of the second is where we find ourselves at Hall of Fame Stadium for Sooner Softball. The NBA Finals, what uh, what do you think so far? I mean, we saw historic fourth quarter for the Boston Celtics in Game 1. Seven threes that they made to start that fourth quarter. Went and had a, they actually made more than that in that fourth quarter, 40-point fourth quarter against the Golden State Warriors. It was a collapse of sorts for Golden State. They just totally fell apart in that final quarter. And so Boston in game one, shocking rally the way that they uh, were able to come back and win that thing, scoring, outscoring Golden State 40-16 to in the fourth quarter. They win that game 120-108. to And then last night, because we have 19 days off in between games, the final score of this game, not – not close in the second half. Really a bad third quarter, and that was it. That was all she wrote for the Boston Celtics, which that's kind of been their M.O. throughout this playoff is uh, the, the entirety of this playoff run for the Boston Celtics. They've not been good in the third quarter. That was the case again last night. 35-14, to 14, Golden State outscoring Boston, and it was never in doubt from that point on. 107-88 to 88 was the final. The... Top scorers for the Golden State Warriors, well, you guessed it, Steph Curry. He was great last night. Knocked down 5 of 12 from three-point range, 29 points for him. Joining him in double figures were Klay Thompson, Looney, Wiggins, and then uh, Poole once again off the bench with 17. So the series is even, one apiece, tossed over to first base in time, and the side has been retired for UCLA so we head to the bottom of the second. A couple of strikeouts for Nicole May. One ground out to uh, second, back fired over to first. So uh, we are heading to the bottom of the second. Score still two to one. Second time we'll get to see the Sooner bats. What do you make? Series is even one apiece. I still think Golden State's winning this series. I do too. I'm not I getting think. carried away with the uh, collapse, if you will, of game one. Oh, they're going to review this and she's going to be safe. Over at first, I think. Yeah. Ah, that's bang, bang. I think you keep it. Calling the field's an out. I think you keep it that way. Yeah. It's awfully close. I would like another look at it. Helps the Sooners that, uh, obviously, they called it out on the field. Did they challenge it? Do we know? They have not. I think they're without, just looking. Without hearing the, the audio, it's tough to know if they challenged it or not. Yeah, but like you said about the series being even with Boston and Golden State, I still think Golden State will come out with the win and another finals win for Golden State. But, man, we really haven't had, like, so many good games in this NBA playoffs. You'll see a good game, then you'll see a blowout to follow. One of these two in in Boston will be really good. They'll be good, and... Probably we're going to leave Boston with the series evened up at two apiece. Both teams will have taken one on the road and held serve for one of their games at home. That's sort of how I see the next two games going. I think I think Golden State will win game three, and Boston will even it up in game four. But how about, we'll the, how about the three-day break in between games when the game is still in Golden State? You play Thursday, oh, I hate it. and you're off Friday, Saturday, and then you play Sunday. Usually it's just a day break in between the games, but they changed it around and – Man, that's what makes it hard to kind of stay on top of this finals. You get so many days of break in between. No, I know. And 
there's been a lot of conversation out there. Who was it? Jason Richardson or somebody? I, I saw the first take guys kicking this around this morning, and it was should the NBA shorten the season? That was another topic of conversation. Everybody's been kind of breaking that idea down. How do you fix the NBA season? Does it need reworking? Adam Silver talking about that stupid midseason tournament that nobody's going to give a rip about that is going to be an exhibition tournament. Basically, if you win that tournament, you'll get made fun of if you get bounced early in the NBA playoffs later. It's such a joke. Stupid. Just don't do not do that. People do not want to see that. I don't think. I'm I'm big time campaigning that let's get rid of 12 games of the regular season. Let's go back to five game series in the first round and the semifinal round of the NBA playoffs. And then let's have seven game, you know, best of sevens in the conference finals in the NBA finals. And there you go. Hopefully some of these superstar players will actually play these games. But really, I mean, ultimately that's what it comes down to. You can shorten this season. You can play what I think is a stupid midseason tournament. But ultimately, what's going to happen? Are the NBA players, are they going to load manage if uh, you shorten the season? Are they going to stop load managing? If you play the midseason tournament, are they going to take it seriously? I mean, that's what it – that's what it comes down to. It's just the stats come into play. Your stats are going to be shortened if you do shorten the se- uh, the season, but matters what the players want. I'm not really sure if they want to shorten the season or shorten the season or if they like it how it is. Okay, two to one is our score. UCLA leads Oklahoma. It's the bottom of the second. Alyssa Brito up to bat first, and she has flown out to right, so there's one away in the bottom of the second for OU. Do a final timeout. It's the Plank Show. Been fun uh, getting to hang out with you guys today as this big-time Oklahoma-UCLA matchup is taking place in front of us. Moments away from stepping aside for the steel man right here on the home of Sooner fans. It's the ref, Josh and Connor. One final time, we're back with you on the opposite side. The Plank Show here on the home of Sooner fans. Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby. What up, everybody? It's the Plank Show one final time. Final hour, as always, is brought to us by Rooftech of Oklahoma. Locally owned and operated for 30 years, give Josh Tucker and the crew over at Rooftech a call for all of your roofing needs, 405-703-4245. Rooftech, fully insured and regulated by the Oklahoma Construction Industries Board. So, here's the sitch. This one is down low, and the count is 2-0. Single already, off May to start this top of the third. 2-1, UCLA leads. The Sooners did get one of those runs back in the bottom of the first inning, a leadoff home run from Jada Coleman after a two-run shot from UCLA in the top of the first inning off Nicole May. And... Since then, though, Megan Foremo has retired six straight. So she has kind of rolled along after the Jada Coleman solo home run. And it'll be Boone and then Johns in the bottom of the third. So still that first time through the order for Oklahoma. And Nicole May with uh, one runner aboard here in the 
top of the third, 3-1 count, runner uh, at first for UCLA after a leadoff single, nobody out. So Nicole May, again, uh, not not super quick work. Just real quick, one more final time before we – that was in there. Come on now, that caught a piece. Come on, Blue. One more time before we get out of here. Toby Rowland setting the scene for the Oklahoma baseball team from down in Gainesville. Hi, everybody. Toby Rowland with you here in Gainesville. All right, here we go. It's the winner-take-all Game 7 here of the Gainesville Regional coming up today. It'll start at noon. OU and Florida, the 1-2 and two seed here. They've played each other twice already. They've split OU1 here on Saturday night in the winner's bracket 9-4. to four. Florida bounced back to stay alive with a 7-2 win yesterday. The winner today will go to Blacksburg, Virginia next weekend and take on Virginia Tech in the Super Regional. Starting pitchers are now known. It'll be Brandon Neely for Florida. Neely, a right-hander who started the game against Oklahoma here on Saturday night. He went only two and a third. He'll get the ball again today for Florida. And for Oklahoma, they're going to 99. Trevin Michael will get the start in this winner-take-all matchup today against the Gators. All right, there you go. Trevin Michael getting the ball for OU. That is it for us. It's Mike Steely time coming up right here on the ref. Steelman and Thune at noon. For Connor, I'm Josh. So long, everybody. Boomer Sooner. Let's get a couple of dubs.